So why is it every time like a celebrity, an athlete, or somebody wants to get something off their chest, they tape a social media video, they do it in their car. What did Ja Rule do this time? It wasn't even Ja Rule. Like, I get it. Pies <laughs> was the first one who started this. But, like, okay, the whole Yudoka stuff, Matt Barnes posted stuff in his car. Oh, yeah. Every yeah, celebrity, yeah. I'm like, I mean, he was the one that kind of teed off this rant. But, like, literally every celebrity, when they got something to say, they just say it in their car. Like, do you not have a house? I mean, people are probably traveling from place to place. Not everybody's holed up in the crib all the time, like you and me. People got lives. They got enough lives where they can sit their ass inside of a, a room, a kitchen table, or something, do this. Especially what if they got the Maybach whip with like the little stars on the top? They're driving yeah, Honda yeah. Civics, bro. They're driving Honda freaking Civics. Uh, and they're Matt taping Barnes their video on Honda the Civic. Samsung like Galaxy 3. Note the trash bomb. Let's you talk think Matt Barnes, I'm done you think with Matt this. Barnes? No, you think Matt Barnes had a Honda Civic when he drove an hour and a half to beat Derek Fisher's ass? I doubt it. That's something nice in that. What up, what up, what up? Jason Spells in New York City, Brandon Edler in Los Angeles. He's never going to live that down. Like Matt Barnes, whenever he's, you know, 85 years old, they're still going to bring that up. Much like I still call Lisa Ray Diamond, right? I mean, it's just certain things in life. That's just who you are. And people will remember you for it. Anything is possible yeah. with J.R. Smith. It's just who they yeah. are now. Barnes's legacy is that and the Kobe ball fake, the flinch. Yeah, but that got debunked when we saw the over-top angle and it wasn't as close. Don't debunk. Get out of here. This isn't a college thesis paper. Let it live. You can't see the video over top. It wasn't close to Kobe's face. I didn't see shit. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> to protect your mentals and your view of this iconic NBA moment, you refuse to acknowledge that the Zap Ruder film on top of the basket shows that Kobe was not directly in front of the ball during the pump fake. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Brandon just got solid. He's pissed. All right, so <laughs> we, we did a lot of basketball talk last week. Interesting week in the National Football League. And shows you how quickly things move in sports. The play everyone talked about from about midnight Thursday all the way until noon Saturday when college games kicked off was the NFL young boy, George Pickens, the most iconic catch since Odell Beckham Jr., and then we completely forgot about it. Like, every, it was all over the place for, like, 36 hours, and then everyone stopped talking about it. But you can't see that works, catch. Though. You no, can't see that catch, though. That was definitely Odell levels of amazing. It's crazy. I mean, Pittsburgh, probably the two best players offensively, aren't even really getting minutes like that. But that's how the NFL goes sometimes. You know, you got to crawl, the crawl, walk, run. They're still kind of in crawl, walk mode. Well, I mean, the NFL, not the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers just in the midst of a quarterback controversy. As much as Trubisky may provide something, I'm not saying anything spectacular, everyone is from Pittsburgh. They saw Kenny Pickett play in college, and they want to see that kid get some burn. Mm -hmm. And so no matter if Trubisky was the second coming of Ben Roethlisberger his rookie year, I'm still not sure they'd be sold on him. Absolutely. But we talked about this a little bit offline over the weekend. Like the one thing that's a little bit hypocritical of people is they're like, well, you know, use Mitchell Trubisky as an example. Started him too soon. You kind of threw him under the bus and it ruined the trajectory of his career. Okay. Like you guys say that about 99% of quarterbacks. So why in this instance are you like, yeah, just throw the young guy out there with a the shitty offense. Like, no, like let this season do what it does. You got him on a rookie contract. Let him learn. Like there's no point getting him out there and getting him all, you know, losing his confidence, 
getting him injured. That offensive line's not really doing things. That team just in general is very uh, – this might be Tomlin's first time under 500, unfortunately. Yeah, first time under 500, and they're one and two in the AFC North. So every team in the AFC North feels like they've got a shot at it. And Pittsburgh fans who, to be fair, they are never, they've never been in this position where they don't have a shot. So now that they don't, they're looking at this team, they're like, this is, this is unsustainable. We ain't down with this. Put the young kid in. Whenever their bye week is, I don't know what that is. That's usually like when coaches make those decisions. Let's say they got bye week, week seven. We might see them week eight, but I don't think you're going to see them before halfway point of the season. They got bye week, week nine. Makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, but by so then, bring them back week literally 10. at the halfway point of the season. This wrap. Exactly. Right? Bring them in week 10. I mean, they ain't, making, they ain't making a run this year. I don't care even if they go 500 and slip into the playoffs. Like, the Steelers just don't have a squad this year. And you got TJ Watt. I mean, their defense, statistically, is a major drop off the cliff when he's not in the game. So, it's like, play it smart. You got to think about the bigger picture things. And the AFC is just a beast this year. So, it's not the year for the Steelers. It's okay. I mean, the AFC is so up in the air. We have saw a butt punt for the first time, and we saw the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator, uh, former quarterback at the University of Miami, Ken Dorsey, lose his shit. Uh, and rightfully so. The Buffalo Bills deserve to lose that game due to piss-poor execution. One thing that they were kind of talking about that I don't think we give enough air to is, like, you know, guys were messed up from the heat. Like, that was part of their execution problems. They were having a hard time with substitutions, keeping guys out there, you know, that was their bigger focus than what are we calling play next time? Like we just need to get 11 guys that actually have enough gas to get going. That it was a really interesting game, but also, uh, you know, Miami three and oh, who, who would have thunk it? I, I had a Mia Culper last what, two episodes ago and I, I'll be upfront. Yes. I have torn down university of Alabama quarterbacks. But the only two teams in the National Football League that are three and zero right now are led by University of Alabama adjacent quarterbacks. Give you Jalen, he won a title there, then went to Oklahoma. But still, University of Alabama quarterbacks. Look, I'm gonna say this: you can give me all types of shit about Baker Mayfield, and it's well deserved. But on the contrary, you like are ninety percent wrong about quarterbacks. You think they're gonna succeed and not succeed, but you are the antithesis of a quarterback whisperer. So I hate to call you out like that, bro, but it's just the truth. We got the facts on these episodes. Okay, what's the other episode, right? Like I, I, I went just at the University of Alabama as a whole for that position because they're surrounded by NFL talent from day one. Great offensive line. Great weapons on the outside, right? Like, it's easy to mask some of their deficiencies. Name another time I've been wrong on a quarterback. I told you about Josh Allen last year, and you were still hating on me. I was never hating on Josh Allen. That's not true. Go back to the tape. I've always been a Josh Allen fan. Oh, this guy. Revision. Matt Stafford, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield. Those are, like, kind of, like, three of the guys that I'd be talking about the most. And, you know, two for three, not too bad. Baker's underwhelming, though. I got to eat the shit on that one. I was wrong about Baker. Look, Matt Stafford had a, an, an entire resume of work for me to judge him on. And you're going to sit there and say I was wrong about him? Look, no, you, you all saw him no. in Detroit? I mean, I, he, he was a great quarterback in Detroit. you know how many receivers he had to throw to? He literally had one his whole existence there. And then outside of that, he never had a good running back, never had a good offensive line, had a terrible defense. Like, you want to talk about being in a disadvantaged situation? Detroit was purgatory in the NFL, and he still was one of the best gunslingers out there. You said past tense, bro. Like, they ain't one and two now. 
I'm talking about you. I'm talking about the Lions. Lions is past tense. He doesn't play for the Lions anymore. Oh, I'm don't, just talking don't about Detroit being like don't, football part. Don't check me I'm on my about, verbs. I'm talking about Detroit being football part. I'm talking about his time in Detroit, sir. His time in Detroit. <laughs> I don't know why you're riding so damn hard for Matt Stafford. But, <laughs> hey, he got a ring, right? So, like, ah, you won last year. I get you that. I get you that. But I do have to once again just give respect to what Tua is doing in Miami. They put weapons around him. Let's see if he's got it. Philadelphia, the best team in the NFC East. What Jalen is doing, the weapons. I mean, Devontae had some amazing catches last week. Amazing catches. Uh, A.J. Brown putting him on that team. Hell, yeah. What? What you see out of Philly right now is, all right, they've got the young core where you pay. You've already paid AJ. Devontae's mm-hmm. still on his rookie deal. You pay Jalen. Then you take care of Devontae in two seasons. Absolutely. And great kind of like comeback for Devontae. You know, week one didn't even get one catch. And last week, first half, I think he had like 100-something yards. Like he absolutely beasted out there. Philly's for real. One of my best friends, Zumdahl, huge Philly fan. You met him when they were in town for the tournament. I hate to give them this kind of respect, but they they might be the NFC squad this year. And it's crazy because it's like, you know, you just mentioned the names offensively. Don't have a running game. I actually saw a stat last night when I had insomnia texting you a bunch of random stuff. I think four out of the top five teams in the NFL right now are averaging less than 50 rushing yards a game. It's just going to show you that this game has really become that pass dominant. If you have a good quarterback who can run the ball, you have a quarterback that can make the right passes, two key receivers, decent tight end. Philly's got all those things. But then on the defensive side, yeah, you got Fletcher Cox, you got a couple of people, but it's not like they're ringing out names the same way like the Bills and the Rams and a couple other teams are. Very, and I wouldn't have predicted this, especially with the dumpster fire that is the NFC East. Philly seems like you know the true, true squad for the first time in that division in a long time. So the NF, uh, NFC East is right now led by Philly. They're 3-0. I'm not saying they're going to go 7-0. I'm just going to rattle off their upcoming games and tell me, as you look at it today, where is the loss? We know they're going to let, lose. It's the let, NFL. Let me, let me know which ones are away games. All right. At home, October the 2nd, this weekend, they are hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, October the 9th. At Arizona Cardinals. Dub. October 16th, hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Dub. October 30th, hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Dub. November 3rd, at the Houston Texans. Dub. November 14th, hosting the Washington Commanders. Dub. November 20th, at the Indianapolis Colts. Mm, Colts somehow... Lucas Oil, I don't know. That, that's like a 50-50 one for me. But, you know, I could see why they would be the favorite for sure. But, but you see, like, you go down and you look at their schedule, you're like, all right. I mean, look, Jacksonville can score, but so can Philly, right? We, we, we're seeing the ascendance of Trevor Lawrence within that offense with Doug Peterson. Yeah. So I'm not giving the Jacksonville game away. Jacksonville's a much better team. They're going to put up more points. But Philly's proven that they can line up a scoreboard too. So it's like if you take a look at the next month of the schedule – Let's say they drop that game in Arizona. They're still six and one. Yeah, and I mean, like, again, we, we led this off with the offense, but, like, from a fantasy perspective, three weeks in, my guys that are playing against Philly aren't getting points. Like, you know, Zay Jones, Jacksonville, one of the top waiver wire pickups this week. I didn't pick his ass up because I don't think he's going to do anything against Philly. Philly's 
It's a grimy team. Like, this is the team they've been waiting for since the McNabb-T.O. era. They finally kind of got it together. Yes, I get that they won a Super Bowl in between, but I don't know. I don't want to take too much away from that. Meek Mill's anthem that had the whole world on crazy. For the record, that still gets me going, right? Like It does. If I hear hear the intro of Dreams and Nightmares now, I'll lose my shit. But that wasn't, like, really, like – I don't want to say it wasn't a team. How are you going to hate on Dreams and Nightmares? No, I'm not. I just use a special hater if you hate on dreams and nightmares. You I'm really need that team. What, what year would that have been? 2017 when they won the Super Bowl? Like they that wanted didn't to, feel they, like they won it 2018 in Minneapolis. 20. There you go. It was that a didn't feel like a very like solid team. Like it felt like it was kind of just pieced together, and then everybody took off. Like this feels like they have the core of their team for the next three, four, or five years. I, I, just looking at Philly's schedule, like I'm, I'm not even that riding that hard for the Eagles. Just the schedule, it looks favorable for them. You look at that schedule just through the month of October. Let's say that the Arizona game, you're going west. Kyler likes to run around. He can be a difficult cover. Okay. But they got three games at home in the month of October, and they're going against Jacksonville, Dallas. We we might not have Dak for that game. And the Steelers. The same last night. Dak should be back not this week, but next week. I think that's what they're aiming for. Yeah, so would that be the ninth? But – yeah, so I went to the Monday night, Monday night football game when the Cowboys were at the Giants Stunk. and saw him on the sideline with no with no um, cast or any sort of protection over his hand. So like that has to be a good sign. But obviously the full the full repertoire of the offense won't be there for him even if he comes back and gets that week uh, October 9th game in before traveling to play in October outside. When let's be honest, we're already starting to get cold up here in the Northeast. So Look, I, I don't think I know, he'll be back to true 100% for that game. Is there any world where it's like, I'm not saying Dak doesn't come back at the start yeah, of this year, that, but we're, we're you don't rush him now. back. You give him a couple more weeks and just kind of see what happens. Like, I think Dallas' season's already done. Like, Zeke is trash. D.D. Lamb obviously had that big drop in the first quarter, but had that amazing grab at the end of the game. Like, outside of that, they don't really have a receiver. Their tight end's down. Defensively, you have Michael Parsons. That's about it. Like, Dallas just ain't it again this year. I mean, defensively, you have Michael Parsons, uh, D-Law, somewhat of a presence, not dominant. Not what he used to be, right? Uh, Leighton Vander Etch, I have not seen that man in the last three seasons. I've seen somebody go out there with the neck brace on, with the Vander Etch on their jersey, but I have yet to see them actually perform on the field. Uh, Look, man, Jerry Jones actually said, we want to see a quarterback controversy. How good would that be? He said, if Cooper's playing well, Dak comes back healthy, he wants to see that competition. He said that, and then somebody asked him more specifically the next day, and he's like, Dak's our starter. So that's just Jerry being Jerry. That's Jerry Jerry being being Vince McMahon. I mean, look, when Jerry loves you, he loves you. Like, he loved Tony Romo. It's clear Tony Romo wasn't it. I've been saying that for the entire – look, he is not it, bro. That's my quarterback. Look, if you're a Cowboys fan and you watch him every week, he can break down on TV what the quarterback should do versus the defense, but he couldn't damn do it in the game. Fan uh, question for our, our audience: Like, how do you like? How do you really be a Cowboys fan or a Bears fan? Just so loyal to a team that's absolute trash year after year after. Are you year. familiar with get... mental illness at all? Munchausen <laughs> syndrome, you know, Stockholm syndrome, right? Like they hurt you so much that you're endeared to them. I mean, look, he ain't going nowhere, right? No one's saying Dak Prescott's going anywhere, but you know, there could be savings there, even though he's under contract with money uh, up until 2025. Philly might legit in 13-4, and 14-3 and three this year with the schedule they got. Like, yeah, look, playoffs. 
See there, man. Pay Lamar, and you know, pay Jalen, pay these quarterbacks. Stop with this narrative that these guys can't take care of it. I saw a stat last night too, man. Lamar I was Jackson say, is I, absolutely destroying the blitz this year. Number one in EPA attempts, number two in YPA, number three in success rate. He has six passing touchdowns versus the blitz through three games. He's not only the NFL's best passer versus the blitz this year, he has the best passer efficiency versus the blitz in the past 10 years. Sorry, that's my Lamar Jackson rant of the day. That's because Lamar Jackson is great. They don't have any weapons around him. The problem in Buffalo, excuse me, Buffalo, the problem in Baltimore isn't Lamar. It's not the quarterback position. The position is set. The rest of the team is a big question mark. Just saying, pay him, pay him. I don't know why these, like, anyways. He'll get paid. Stop messing with uh, people. Get towards the end of the show. Shout out Rihanna. Apparently she's coming back for the Super Bowl. Hey, we love it. What the hell T-Swift. was that? Was that like an T-Swift. A? Hey. T-Swift, thank you so much for declining to do the Super Bowl halftime show. We did not need that at all. I'm happy to see Rihanna coming back. I'm shocked she's doing it. I, I thought Rihanna was done with music. She, since she hit that billionaire off of her Fenty stuff, she's making more money selling draws than she ever made putting out hits. I knew. I just thought, okay, that woman got money coming in on underwear. she got to do something to take the attention off her baby daddy after that photo that surfaced from the memory. <laughs> oh, 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 all right. So that was one of the most viral things that happened. <laughs> ASAP Rocky, <laughs> like a viral photo of him in a botch pit. The black Twitter went crazy on it, and I saw some of the funniest comments. That's why I realized, man, people on the internet are the best comedic writers this world has ever seen because they come so quick with the memes. And did you see his response? Like, finally, he came out yesterday, and he said that, like, he put that face up in the mosh pit. It was like, yo, Lil Brock was grabbing my nuts. That's what he yeah. actually said, why he had I that mean, I figured it was something related to that for sure. But uh, nonetheless, we don't care what the rhyme and reason is. We're going to troll your ass, especially when you're as beautiful as ASAP Rocky. Look, I get it. I just called the oh. man beautiful. But, but we can keep it We we can keep it real. He's a pretty dude. So, yeah, we're going to roast him for that. I mean, pretty Jody Flacco. That's like his nickname. All right, yo, right. that's just not funny. A little bit was squeezing the life out of my nuts, B. <laughs> Speaking of pretty, what do we think about Jimmy Butler's new look right now? Uh, oh, you talking about um, Ty Dolla Butler. So Jimmy <laughs> Butler came out. He had the longest dreads ever. And I, Jimmy was trolling. It was media day. He was having fun. I'm not – look, it's comedy. There's no way in hell he's playing all season with that. Love Jimmy for it, though. That guy, I mean, love him or hate him. Like, even just his response, like – him being the 16th best player, like, I love how he's like, man, I don't even know if I'm top 16. I might be more like top 25. Jimmy Butler is just a breath of fresh air when you have a league of everybody that takes themselves so seriously all the time. Good dude. He's somebody I get. He uh, used to alienate the hell out of a lot of his teammates, but he was just trying to win. That's somebody I want to play with every day. Okay, so you think Rihanna will use the Super Bowl as a fancy commercial? I hope so. Get that money, Ma. Yeah, I don't, you know, this is still the Jenna Jackson era, right? Like, I don't know if they're going to let her come out the NSC through lace. I'm not saying I'm mad if she did. I'm just saying I don't know if Goodell will be sitting there happy can, if she does still, what's my name in the see-through lace. It ain't got to be see-through. They got things that aren't just see, see-through perv. Like, chill out. There's just normal bras and panties on there that are tasteful that look no different than somebody wearing a crop top and boy shorts. Like, Bro, how much have you looked at the Fenty catalog? 
Not very much, man. It's You're not, breaking like, it down. I'm not, I, I'm not 12. I'm not 12. This isn't like a J.C. Penney's catalog that I used to hide under my bed, Mom. Like, stop. Yo, Brandon, man, let me find out. Yeah, he's gifting these girls in L.A. 50 care packages like you, <laughs> like you Jita or something. Don't let me find out you're doing that, bro. I'm clowning your ass. He's like, oh, yeah. So I was looking at uh, spring, summer 2023 with Fenty. And baby girl, you wrote hall for me all winter. Congratulations. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, get on with the finesse of the week. <laughs> All right, yo, here is your finesse of the week courtesy a little baby. Instead of 25000 I actually did $250,000. Yeah, I owe me $220,000. All right. You owe me $225,000. I just put the $225,000 store credit. All right, that'll work. So a little baby was buying jewelry somewhere. And he had originally meant to spend $25,000 on a piece of jewelry. The, jewel- the jeweler charged him Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Now, me myself, I'm calling uh, Amex. I'm calling Visa. Yo, uh, yeah, no, I ain't do that. Cancel that. Cancel the whole thing. I'm not shopping here. That's the. You can't make that mistake. But instead of the guy just voiding the transaction and saying, "Okay, we're going to void the transaction, rerun it as twenty five thousand, which is still an excessive amount of money for jewelry," the guy was like, "Oh, I charge you two fifty. I'm gonna just give you a two hundred twenty five thousand dollar." $225,000 credit to the same damn store where I just overcharged you. That's the epitome of finesse. Right. And he's just like, yeah, do that, boss. That's good. Like, no, like, you know, get put 10% on it, 20% on it or something. Something for the inconvenience of doing it. Like, bro, these these guys, I saw a video of Method Man like from six months ago where he's like, where are all these guys getting this money? He's like, I didn't even have my own car like the first couple of years of my career. And these guys like flying PJ, $250,000 cars, like, man, good for them, but be a little bit smarter with your funds. That's that's not a good way. I mean, that's a privilege when you waste see of these... 225K. Like there's, right. and, and the company, right? Like they just turned your $25,000 purchase into 250 for them. You cannot look at that I don't care who whoever was recording the video in this situation. Hey, yo, yo, man, they get me. Nah, don't do that. Nah, don't do that. Cancel this. Rerun it as twenty five. Right. Facts. Versus I don't charge. care how rich you, you are. You don't throw away two hundred twenty five k. That's huh? why you got to keep the Uno card in your wallet at all times. I would have just dropped that on there. Verse. We out. Verse. Like, charge. there's I'm, no I'm way good. you do that. And so you, you sitting there. He's just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Like, there is nothing cool about that. If you are getting finesse out of five dollars, let alone two hundred twenty-five thousand, it's a loss, and you got to rectify rectify that immediately. I check my receipt when I walk out the damn store. I will go smooth back in if I don't get my little target red a dollar off. Let a manager. Usually, these finesse of the weeks are like fun. We joke about it, like we would never get finesse that way. No, Brandon, we will never get finesse out of two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, and I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with it, man. I'm not sad. Do is just wild for that. Everyone, read your receipts. They try to finesse you out of $225,000. Don't be that little baby. Be like us. <laughs> Reverse that shit. Tell them, give me 10% off. Here's 20. Get out my face. I mean, as always, we have to thank y'all for listening to the podcast. If you like it, give us a like. Brandon, if they love it, as we sit there and watch the Eagles get ready to go 6-1, and one, how do they show their love? <laughs> I was going to go with my go-to, but... 
Um, I don't know why I'm thinking about it. You talking about Rihanna and Fenty Savage now. So uh, you know, check out your Fenty Savage website. That's my advice this week. <laughs> yeah, put your people on so they can put their people in. Don't let me find out. Once again, if you're giving out 50 care packages, boy, that's some kind of simp. That's some kind you, of simp. You, you, you really think I got it like either like that. I appreciate that for real. I'm not even insulted. I'm actually like, thank you, Jason. I really appreciate that. Hey, if, if you're in the Southeast, Florida, Georgia, Carolinas, uh, Virginia, be safe this weekend. Hurricane's coming flooding inland. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We see y'all back again later this week.